This show uses potty words like fucking shit and ass and stuff, so children should not be listening. If you let your kids listen you are a bad parent. Just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on me. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Spread out! And here's your host, Joey Valentine. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I'm Joey Valentine. I'm Joey Valentine. I am Joey Valentine. Yeah, let's go ahead and fuck the intro off. You know what? I'm keeping it anyway. I'm keeping it anyway. I am not enunciating with the shit tonight. Excuse me. It is September the 16th, 2022. It's fuck yeah Friday, man. What a long week it's been for me. I don't know how you guys' week has been, but uh, I hope it's been good. Thank you for tuning in. Numbers are a little low on the shows this week, and that sucks because I made some really good ones. I totally dissed the Dallas Cowboys, and you will never hear me do that again. They are my favorite football team, despite my upbringing in Houston, Texas. So uh, I got into this really fantastic show. Let me go ahead and just jump right into it. I got into this great show called The Serpent Queen on Stars. I recently subscribed to Stars because I'm balling, I guess. You know, no, it's like uh, fucking, I don't even know how they afford to stay in business because it's like five bucks for six months. But man, they have a shit ton of movies on there that I wanted to watch that I didn't even know. They got the Spider-Man and fucking Venom, and I'm not like a big nerd about those movies, but, you know, this is, there was a ton of shit. I watched Alien Nation today, a 1988 movie called Alien Nation. I had not seen this since, you know, 1988, and it was fucking awesome as I remember it. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of, uh, it's like that movie Bright that came out on Netflix, you know, aliens come to Earth, and then they get to... Basically, they get the treatment of, like, the black man. Instead of being prejudiced against race, humans are now prejudiced against, you know, species. And Alien Nation had a take on that. And back in the 80s, they had a whole bunch of fucking television uh, shows and made-for-TV movies. I don't know how I've never met anyone that's actually aware of this whole franchise. Or maybe I've just, you know, people have forgotten it. There was another one just like that in the 80s called V. And I don't know if anyone remembers that one. V was like this lizard people fucking alien thing it scared the shit out of me i was a very little kid then when it came out and uh i've never heard anyone say anything about that but anyway i got stars and i'm watching the serpent queen and it's awesome highly highly recommend watching it and i don't recommend like a lot when it comes to television and usually i don't make it past the first episode unfortunately there is only one episode because they're going to do the uh only release one episode a week as premium channels are known for doing like hbo and i love it that way because i don't binge i don't like binging i don't want to watch a whole fucking season in one day i like being able to watch an hour of an episode and then like i have the whole week to kind of analyze it think about it like when the sopranos was on man It's like me and all my friends. It's all we talked about for the entire fucking week was the last episode of The Sopranos and what we thought was going to happen. Hell, in Dallas, when I lived there at the time, when The Sopranos had hit its fucking peak, man, they had radio shows, talk sports talk radio shows in Dallas that would commit an entire hour to talking about The Sopranos on Monday mornings. Okay? Never once did sports get mentioned. 
the fucking guys on the show would sit around. There was like five of them on this uh, on the ticket out there in Dallas, and they would break down the episode. Never once did sports come up, man, or commercials for that matter. And that was awesome, man. I loved listening to that, and I love that this show has got a lot going on. Oh, check it out. The Serpent Queen on Stars. You should, if you don't have stars, it's like five bucks for six months. It's like a ridiculous special that they're having. And uh, if anyone from stars is listening, I'd like my five bucks back for just doing that promotion. So I got on IMDb. I love IMDb. I love reading about trivia behind the scenes. I like reading people's reviews of shows. And the reviews are just like American culture. They're very fucking like divided. You'll go in and you'll read reviews on a movie and half of them are tens and half of them are ones. And the people complaining are complaining about the stupidest fucking shit. You have to understand that like, when there are thousands of movies being made every year and there are only so many talented people, when movies have been done to death, every idea has been done. So it's really, really hard to come up with something original. And usually if someone comes up with something original, it's a twist on something that's already been done. So, you know, you cannot go into a movie with a mindset like you're expecting it to be fucking Oscar worthy. There was all this bullshit about, uh, like today, okay, one of the movies I watched when I was supposed to be working was a movie called Carpool. I think it's from 1992 or something. It's Tom Arnold and a bunch of fucking kids, and he accidentally carjacks them and accidentally robs a bank, and they're on the run through the whole movie. And it's like a straight-to-video fucking movie from 1992 with Tom fucking Arnold. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Tom Arnold's one of the funniest human beings, one of the most underrated funniest human beings on the planet he overacts everything intentionally he's a ham and he's actually a pretty fucking good actor he was on roseanne a long time ago and he played a serious role at times on there and he's good he can act when he wants to he's got chops but the man takes everything and he fucking just goes like full retard and he acts like a giant man child and i love him and this movie i knew it was gonna be cute i knew it was gonna be like a vehicle for children, most likely. This is the kind of movie that, you know, you're not supposed to go in with high expectations. It's a Tom Arnold movie. And yet here I am. I'm reading half the reviews on IMDb are making fun of the movie for being so bad. Or, and then the other half are, you know, saying how much of a fun movie it is. My kids love it. It's fun. It, it was a great way to spend an afternoon. But you got these guys who are dissing it, giving it one out of ten stars. And they're like, well, the acting was flawed, and I didn't care for the casting and the writing. There were so many loopholes in the story. And you're like, fucking dude, really? If I was at a video store, I'm sorry, if you don't know what a video store is, we used to have to rent DVDs. And then before that, we had to rent VCR tapes and then bring them back home. But before there was, you know, on demand and streaming television, uh, television services, you know, I don't, I didn't go to the video store and see some fucking Tom Arnold movie sitting there that I'd never heard of. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to look at it and go, Oh, uh, what's this cactus Jack? Uh, it's Tom Arnold and it's about a talking cactus and it's direct to video. It was never released in the movie theaters. Well, if <laughs> this doesn't live up to my high expectations, this better be Emmy worthy. I mean, fuck no, man. I know that I probably just wasted three or four bucks on a terrible flick, but that was my choice. I didn't fucking expect that movie to be gold. 
And apparently the reviewers on IMDb did, you know? Now, if you had Tom Arnold opposite De Niro, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, set in the 1920s during the Great Depression, yeah, go ahead and set your expectations high. But when Tom Arnold releases a video about him and a talking gerbil, and, a, and they drive a magic school bus together, and the reviews written on the front of the box say something like, fun, and that's it, or great, <laughs> exclamation point, or zany. <laughs> this is not going to win any awards. No, this movie was made for kids, and it was made for, <laughs> for your kids to leave you alone while you take five minutes to bang mommy. That's it. So I went in there and I do what I do. I I uh, I made some reviews where I just lambasted everyone for being a fucking knob and being too serious. Like, dude, it's just like the Yelp thing, right? It's Yelp syndrome. You know, when you give the world the ability to uh, <laughs> to critique, when you fucking say, "Please go out there and rate restaurants," you're not getting paid to Yelp. Your Yelp review is not going to be posted on some fucking site. Your Yelp review is not going to be printed in some magazine like the New Yorker. No one gives a shit. Oh, Joey Valentine only gave this place three stars. Oh, well, I'll never set foot here. I mean, come on, man. And then you got some fucking poor guy or gal who gets their Yelp membership and they go, well. Time to try this bad boy out. And they head over to the taco hut and sit down. And they're like, oh, three napkins? Well, that's a star off right there. And they go home and they write like a fucking 1,000-word review. So, yeah, Yelp Syndrome. And uh, where, where was I going? Oh, yeah, IMDb Reviews. Okay, now on IMDb Movie Reviews, they have titles. They have, you know, a title, like, you know, how an email has a subject. Okay, so you see in bold black print above the review as you're scrolling down, and it'll say, not what I expected, or a really fun movie, or whatever you want the fucking title to be. And then in less bold print below it is the review. So you're scrolling down, and I just kind of like glance at what the, whatever out of 10 stars are and what the title is, and if something catches my fancy, I'll stop and I'll read it. So I'm scrolling, I'm sc <laughs> scrolling through. And I got to tell you, when this this was last night and I lost my shit, I fucking laughed so hard that I was guffawing. It's like the only way I can describe it. I was hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. My sides hurt. You know, like when you stay up too late, you know, like you stay at a friend's house and you get the giggles and then you start laughing about dumb shit. And then like something really dumb happens, but you think it's the funniest thing that ever happened to you. And you keep repeating it to each other and you're fucking crying and your eyes are all closed. And you just, well, that happened to me. And you're going to think I'm such a fucking idiot, but that's fine because I laughed and I'm going to laugh when I start talking about it. I'm scrolling down the reviews for Carpool, you know, fun movie. My kids loved it. Not what I expected. And then excrement. <laughs> See, so, yeah, I'm already laughing. I'm getting fucking lightheaded. Uh, <laughs> that's it in giant black bold letters as I'm scrolling down in the title for this man's review it just says excrement <laughs> uh, 
and I left. I was choking. I was crying. I couldn't breathe. And it's it just hit me as so absurd to to make a review, and that's all you say. <laughs> and I started thinking about how this is my new favorite word is the word excrement, and it's how I want to respond to people. You know, like you you would use it in the most serious situations. You know, dinner with your wife or your girlfriend. You know, she slaved on the stove all day long. Honey, what did you think of dinner? You put your napkin down in your lap, you lean back, and you go, excrement. <laughs> and, and then you sit there smugly. You don't laugh. You say it like you're very serious. I could never pull that off. But you say it serious, and the look of shock on her face will make the whole thing worth it. You can say you're kidding, you know, <laughs> or you can, you can say Joey Valentine played devil's advocate, but I'm riding that shit out. I want to see her shocked face. You know, you're going to uh, your daughter. Your daughter's in ballet. She wants to be a professional ballerina when she grows up. She loves it so much. You go to her recital. She's six years old. She dances her little heart out. She's stumbling around but she's been practicing and she's so proud that you're there daddy she comes running up to you after the show daddy daddy did you see me up on stage did you see me i did i did i saw you sweetie i saw you on stage did i do good did i do good what did you think of the show excrement <laughs> peace i'm out daddy's going home see you at the house <laughs> Oh my God, excrement, excrement. I'm sorry, I got to stretch my legs. Let's take a break, a real quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Ooh, what a day, what a day. I'm so glad to be home. Uh, what to do, what to do. Uh, Alexa, what's a good dating site to meet nice girls? Okay. Finding prostitutes in your area. No, no, I, I don't want a hooker. Okay, finding you gay pornography. What? No, do not play gay pornography. Okay, playing Game of Thrones. Introducing the all-new Alexa from Amazon. Alexa, order me McDonald's. Are you sure you would not prefer a salad? Alexa. Order McDonald's. Are you sure you would not prefer a salad, you fat fuck? Alexa, order me McDonald's right fucking now. Okay, finding places to work out in your area. Alexa from Amazon. It's not the Alexa you're used to. Goodbye. Hi, this is Lafayette with the Nerds Talking Podcast, and I just want to invite you to our Friday night shows once a week on all platforms. You can hear and we talk about all the new stuff that's out in the world and pop culture and the gay community. <laughs> oh, and don't forget to check out Johnny's little egg roll. We might just finish on his ass before the show's over. Oh, I'm bad. Remember, that's Lafayette. Made famous on here for butt stuff with Joey Valentine on Fat Guy Loves Cake. All right, welcome back to the show. Thank you for sticking around for the second half on Fat Guy Loves Cake. 
Uh, so I got to thinking today, as I tend to do, I was thinking about bathrooms in school. Now, did you guys have the luxury of doors on your bathrooms when you were in school? Because I didn't. And I went to a pretty prestigious school in northern Houston, and we did not have doors on the stalls. And I was thinking, man, I don't remember ever once using the facilities for number two the entire time that I was in high school. I don't know how that's possible, but I do remember going once. That I, you know, I went down the rabbit hole with this thought, and I remember that I did go number two in school, in high school, as a matter of fact. I was in in-school suspension for a while, and I had to spend eight hours a day, which is a long time when you have to be quiet and sit in a fucking plastic chair. This was, of course, before smartphones. This was not that we would have been allowed to use them anyway, but um, yeah, I sat there and I drew most of the day. But I mean, I shit you not, it was quieter than a library and we have to sit there for eight hours a fucking day. I think I was in there for five days. I can't remember what it was for. I want to say probably truancy. That was like really the one thing I got in trouble for the most. But the thing is, is that, okay, so we were in this separate building from the high school. I mean, it was right outside of the high school. It was within like fucking spitting distance of where the cafeteria was. Actually, it was called the cafetorium. It was a cafeteria slash auditorium. And we had our own building. And it was a pretty big room. It was just one big room. It had a pretty high ceiling. It was very roomy. And it had like 20 desks. You know, the ones, the combination chair and wooden thing in front of it. And uh, it was always full. In-school suspension always had plenty of kids in there. So I think there was maybe like 12. You know, there was a dozen of us in there. It's not like work where they're like, okay, you get 15 minutes to talk and be rowdy. No, it was four straight hours of absolute quiet. Then you'd eat lunch, and the only thing you could hear during lunch was the sound of chips being eaten and chip bags being opened and, and aluminum foil being opened. And uh, yeah, it was brutal. And you'd think it'd be uh, a punishment that would want you to not ever do something that would, you know, get you stuck back in there again. Yet we were quite the repeat offenders. So the only way to get out of our desks throughout this long, arduous, painful, fucking suffering of a day was to use the restroom. And inside this giant room were two restrooms. They were doorless. You know, they were walk-in restrooms. They had no door. So this whole, the room is carpeted. Bathrooms are tiled. And it's got those doors. You know, you walk in, and it does kind of like a to the left and to the right, you know, so you, no matter what, you can't see in. But there is no door. And don't get me wrong, I love bathrooms like that. I love the idea of never having to touch a doorknob. I've said that a million times on the show about how gross people are, and I do not want to touch a doorknob that has a thousand penises on it. But we had these bathrooms, and they also had tall ceilings, but everything you did in the bathroom was magnified in sound because, you know, musicians like to record in bathrooms because of the acoustics or sing in a bathroom because it gives off that great reverb. Now imagine you got a dozen people in this big room and you need to go but everything you do is going to make noise so they hear your footsteps walking in there if you're going to pee they're going to hear you pee if you're going to shit they're going to hear you shit washing your hands 
I noticed this when I first got in there because people would get up to use the bathroom and guys would go. Now, we had urinals, so when we peed, we didn't have to worry about the sound. And even if they had only toilets in there, we still would have never made noise. It was just, it would have been embarrassing, right? You know, you, you pee, you go just to the left or the right of the water or piss in the sink. I don't know. I would have done anything but to have that sound blaring throughout that large room. And every time somebody went to the restroom, I kept like waiting for it. I mean, I was just focused, like, come on, make some bathroom noises and you wouldn't hear anything. Maybe a zipper, hear them wash their hands and then come back. It's always very disappointed. I kept waiting for somebody to just drop an absolute bomb in there. And it drove me nuts that nobody ever did. And the monotony of in-school suspension started to get to me and I did what I do. I found a way to get attention and to do something that, well, couldn't get me in trouble no matter what, because I wasn't doing anything wrong. So I went into the bathroom one day. I'd had a whole bunch of lemonade. They didn't sell Coke when I went to school. Can you believe that? There was no sodas allowed in my school, in my high school of 2,000 people, a fucking student body of 2,000. All we had was a shitload of vending machines that served lemonade, country time lemonade, and Yoohoo. Don't get me wrong, use the shit, you know, but we were all, you know, when you're a teenager, man, you're fucking addicted to your Cokes and your Sprites and shit. But I was all juiced up, man. I had a fucking six pack of lemonade in me, and I was about to break the seal. And I raised my hand, may I please use the bathroom? Yes, you may. I go in there, and I'm like, all right. Since no one else is going to do it, I'm going to let this fucking rip into the toilet water. And I did. And it sounded something like this. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even while I was urinating into that toilet at 50 decibels, I could still hear the laughter coming from the classroom, the giggling, the stifled laughter of my fellow classmates, because it was fucking loud. But what could the teacher do? I kept thinking, what's this conversation going to be like? Is she going to say, when you go in the restroom, could you please be a little more quiet? And I say, wow, dude, you like me to piss into the water quietly? You know, but I never had that conversation because when I came out, the innkeeper, you know, the person posted up to watch us all day, didn't even look at me. I mean, what kind of conversation could you have with a child or a prepubescent teenager? Like, listen, Joseph, when you go into the restroom, maybe you could be a little less forceful with your stream maybe just don't give it your all every time you go in there show a little restraint but no we did not ever have that conversation so i made sure i did it every time and i made sure i got even harder i even gave him a few of these <laughs> and i could hear the riotous laughter coming from that classroom but it 
it's just, I mean, really think about it. What can anyone do about that? It was like my own form of rebellion while in in school suspension. I rebelled with my ass. I would like to thank you all for sticking around to hear me talk about my bodily functions. I know. I'm just something else, aren't I? <laughs> Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com. You can reach me anytime. I got some really special guests booked, believe it or not, and they are going to be unique, to say the least. In the meantime, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, lick a stranger's nipples, and I'll see you guys after the weekend on Monday. Loving you is cool, but getting money is the only thing that's on my mind. I don't know what to do, but hustle. I'd be living on the street if I'm not on my ride. I'm doing the best I can. I need you to understand to be on my It's a long ride, a lot of lonely nights Might be a lot of mess ups before I finally get it right I hope I'm worth it, cause baby you ain't perfect All them Gucci and Louis persons, I hope you deserved it Stay down, only weak women lay down We can't afford to just walk away from this pay now I'm shipping shit through Greyhound, taking all kind of chances Could be locked up, but you rocked up, living in many mansions Hulk life, gotta get it if it's good. it's good Niggas who get lazy end up back in the hood If I lost it all, I'd probably lose you So if it's paper on the table, I can't choose you Loving you is cool, but getting money is the only thing that's on my mind I don't know what to do, but hustle I be living on the street if I'm not on My pockets on flat, I can't enjoy you, baby. Doing anything without money to me is just annoying, baby. I know you love looking at satellite TV. The mother nigga shit off, you would have to look at a DVD. Bitch, I ain't trying to hold your hand and take a walk in the park. I'd rather get my hustle on so we don't have to talk in the dark and fuck a repo. I ain't giving up my bending like that. I'll be goddamn if I let the recession pit me like that. If I go to jail, it's bail money. This your red bottom and Chanel money. What's the more? It's fuck motel money, it smell good, but I'd rather smell money I tend as a football field and I swear I'm a running back So sit the fuck down and wait for me to come back with that money back Loving you is cool, but getting money is the only thing that's on my mind I don't know what to do, but hustle, I'd be living on the street if I'm not on my mind I'm doing the best I can, I need you to understand to be on my side I don't wanna be just news, baby. I wanna be the hot topic. Eat lobster every day of my life, but the hell is a hot pocket. Catch a case, it's all good. I hide your kid shape, but now they got to drop it. Come home, keep fucking you until you say zero, you got to stop it. When I'm done, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, right back on my grind. Like why I see I got racks on racks on racks, right back on my mind. You live and laugh.
Cause you love that shit Cause you was broke before you was that bitch So I hope you learn how to love that brick Cause without that bitch, we wouldn't be shit Shit, without these licks, you wouldn't be shit No red bottoms, breaking to your friend by how you got them Different pet every time they spot them Taking trips, first class flights to get hard But I love my life, I'ma make sure my money right Grind all day and I grind all night Like drive around in foreign And vacate when it's boring Time to time like I'm touring Sipping on drink till you see me soaring I sleep good since I'm out the hood But I eat good in the streets So I'ma go get this paper I'll be back next week, bye Your panties. Count it, honky face!